Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with my bookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie Zulu. Alpha Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid. Today on the ZABEcast, Thanksgiving Eve, and it's time for my annual reading of the fair land in the Wall Street Journal. Notorious J.A.Y. joins me. Gilbert Arenas with some hard truths for NBA scrub Isaiah Stewart. Joe Judge is the real moron, but they fired Jason Garrett anyway. We'll talk real rivals, Mike Zimmer's utterly too hot girlfriend, and the Kyle Kuzma pink sweater from hell. Your 45-minute uncensored Save Express is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! Here we go! Wednesday, November 24th, 2021. Thank you for downloading and happy Thanksgiving. Before we get to Notorious J-A-Y, a remarkable sidebar story to the unspeakable acts of evil in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Turns out that the suspect accused of mowing down this crowd of holiday revelers was captured on a ring doorbell camera before his arrest, pleading for help and telling the resident of said house he was waiting for an Uber. In videos obtained by NBC News by resident Daniel Ryder, suspect Daryl Brooks is seen wearing a t-shirt and shivering on Mr. Ryder's front porch. He can be seen knocking on the home's front door. Timestamp on the video shows it was recorded just after 5 o'clock local time, about 20 minutes after Brooks allegedly tore through a parade route, killing five people, injuring dozens more. He said, quote, I called an Uber and I'm supposed to be waiting for it over here, but I don't know when it's coming. Can you call it for me, please? I'm homeless. Now, right there, that story, (laughs) that's bullshit. I'm homeless, but I have a phone. And I called for an Uber. And I called for an Uber. I didn't call it up on my phone. Yeah, that's not how Uber works, but okay. In an interview, the homeowner said he'd been away on a hunting trip and was watching football when the crash occurred. Had no idea what was going on at the time. It was just blocks away that it happened. So what did he do? He invited Brooks inside, gave him a jacket, made him a sandwich, and let him use his phone. All of a sudden, said Ryder, I look outside my street and I see a few cop cars drive by and I'm starting to get extra nervous. Ryder then said he asked Brooks to leave and he did. After Ryder's neighbor called police, Brooks began pounding on Ryder's front door saying he'd left his ID. Right. Next thing you know, the cops with lights on him saying hands in the air, hands in the air. You know, if he was... A black guy, he would have never been taken... Hold on a second. Never mind. Authorities have said that Brooks fled the scene of a domestic disturbance just before the crash. Responding officers were redirected to the parade route, which observers compared to a war zone. Early reports that he was actually fleeing a separate altercation and happened to run into the parade have been debunked by the Waukesha County Sheriff's Office and by the fact that he lives, oh, about 30 minutes away. Brooks has a lengthy criminal history that includes sexual abuse and battery and has been charged as recently in a November 5th domestic violence case. He posted $1,000 cash bond, that's it, and was released six days later. He has been charged with five counts 
a vehicular homicide, or excuse me, intentional, intentional homicide? Is that what he's been charged with? I believe that's the case. It's just short of murder. I think intentional homicide is essentially, motherfucker, I'm going to kill you in the heat of the moment. Murder is like, ooh, I cannot wait to kill you. Mm, I am so planning on killing you, and then you kill somebody. Lengthy criminal history. Well, that that doesn't begin to describe it, does it? Including running over his girlfriend, his baby mama, with a car. The woman alleged to be the victim in the incident was the mother of Brooks's child. Court records allege that he punched her and then later ran over her with his car at a gas station parking lot. Documents, police say, uh, police documents say they noticed dried blood on her face, a swollen lip, and tire tracks on her left pants leg. Of course, in the wake of this, there's a lot of scrambling. The Milwaukee County District Attorney has said the state's bail recommendations in this case was inappropriate low, inappropriately low in light of the nature of the recent charges and the pending charges against Mr. Brooks. It was not consistent with the risk assessment of the defendant prior to the setting of bail. In other words, it's a fancy and long-winded way of saying, whoops. The Milwaukee Brewers and the Milwaukee Bucks and other organizations are rallying to do fundraisers and to do things to help support the victims and the families and the community. And that's all fine and well, sort of. But you know what? You know what they're not doing? They're not saying the one thing that has to be said. This can never happen again. You know, a school bus goes off the side of the road, brakes fail, five people dead, 40 injured, because they find out that they were using off-site mechanics uncertified to save money, they don't just do a fundraiser going, oh, that's terrible. Well, let's raise some money for you guys. No. They say, oh my God, this can never happen again. A crane collapses into an apartment because inspectors have been getting kickbacks to just go, yeah, yeah, it's fine and everything. Kills five, injures 40. What do they say? Oh, that's terrible. We should, we should probably do a fundraiser for them. Here, buy a ticket to a game. We'll, we'll donate the proceeds to them. No, they say this can never happen again. These sports organizations and the players, they say, they want to say we care by doing something, but they don't want to say this can never happen again. They're not going to do it. They don't want that smoke. They don't want that heat. They may not believe in it. I would imagine a lot of them believe, okay. All right, one guy went crazy, but I mean, come on. We can't we can't make bail any harder just because a guy has five felonies on his rap sheet. That's wrong. That's racist or something. Meanwhile, the police shoot a suspect with a knife trying to kidnap his baby mama's children, and an NBA team walks off the court and doesn't play. And there's statement after statement after statement. This, not so much. Now, I don't know if it was racially motivated or not. I do find it amazing they said, oh, no, it's not, it's, this is not an act of terrorism. Uh, but what is it? <laughs> he lives 30 minutes away. He has ample social media presence because he is a amateur rapper. Maybe he's a pro, I don't know. Um, a- ample social media presence to be able to go, hmm, how does this guy think? 30 minutes away. And doesn't just drive through once at a high rate of speed. Like, oh, whoops, shit. Drives for damn near a mile. Plowing people over. 30 minutes from home. Hmm. That's not terrorism. I I don't know what you would have to do for it to be terrorism. But I know this. That guy, Mr. Ryder, who welcomed into his house a black man. He was white. Ryder was white. A black man with a shaky story looking very sketchy, and gave him a coat and a sandwich and said, here, use my phone. That's the good that still exists all over the place. Evil exists in this asshole who should burn in hell 
and be electrocuted by his nuts. But good exists all around it. And that includes black and white and everything in between. Hell of a story. All right, let's get to Notorious. J-A-Y. Hello. Hello, Jay. And as always, fuck Carol. <laughs> not a, not a we, nice way to we, start Thanksgiving. Have uh, we run the gamut with that, or should we keep it uh, going a couple other weeks? You know what? I haven't heard from her in a while. So we might okay. have we might have run successfully her run her off or yeah. stuffed her in a locker. <laughs> <laughs> Come at us, you better come at us strong. And you better bring an effing army with you. Well, in the words of Omar from The Wire, when you come for the king, you best not miss. You best not miss indeed. Watching The Wire amongst my to-do oh, list. Oh, Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> just, get, just give it up. You know do it. No, I'm not giving it up. I must do it. I feel okay. I feel television illiterate by not having watched the series. So I will, okay? But you did watch Breaking Bad, so I'll give you that one. Yeah, I know, but still. I mean, uh, you know, The Wire is well, I, required I don't like viewing. For... I don't like Succession and people. Okay, 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 uh, okay, okay Succession okay, or, okay. or Game of Thrones. I don't like either one of those. Well, Game of Thrones is a unique taste. It, you have to be accepting of the fantasy genre. All right? And, I, and I'm not. Right, and I'm not super into it. But it was light enough. It was a light enough touch that I liked everything else around it. But all the magic shit and everything else, it's like, okay. Can we get back to the cool medieval time? I like I liked it more medieval. Had they not had dragons, I would have still been okay with it. Just ride around on horses throwing spears through people. You know. Or dudes or dudes fucking their sister. Isn't that well, what happened? <laughs> there was a lot of stuff. You know, I've I had this discussion with somebody uh, recently about what made Breaking Bad great, what made Game of Thrones great, and it was always the details. The details, the details, the details. Little sounds. Like, have I ever told you the singular sound that I think encapsulated the essence of Breaking Bad? It's a sound. Oh, the walking on the gravel. Uh, When? Whenever they walked, it seemed like they oh. were walking on gravel <laughs> when they would from the meth lab. Okay, that that's possible. Uh, I would say that the sound of one of the cartel guys dragging the silver axe on the pavement as they were stalking Hank. Remember that? Yes, I do. Yes. Fuck, scary shit. No, here's the sound, and this goes to the details. Uh, uh, Walter White drove a Pontiac Aztec, one of the shittiest cars, both in appearance and reliability and horsepower and everything else that they ever made. He drove a Pontiac Aztec, and it was a puke green Pontiac Aztec. And whenever he got in or out of the car and closed the door, it made the most... That sound pathetic, hollow clank. And I'm telling you, that was what resonated deep inside Walter White's mind and soul, thinking, I could have been a millionaire. But I chose the wrong path in life. Fuck this, I'm going to change it. The wrong wife. (laughs) I had... had the. I had the worst son ever, even though he had <laughs> multiple sclerosis. Is that what it was? I think he did. Uh, he seemed pretty sharp mentally, but he definitely had physical challenges. He was a horrible son. Was he? Yeah, he was a dick. <laughs> yeah. I think he was like a lot and, of teenage sons. They had, well, they had you know challenges yeah. with their dads. They had but a hard I mean, time understanding their dad, you know? I was happy they had a, would you call them special needs? I, think I guess he you was. would. Uh, well, but he was. But he was. A, you didn't feel sorry for him. He was a dick. 
Never not, once did I feel sorry for him. Yeah, not totally. I just kept going, what a little asshole okay. he is. Okay. Was, shit. All right, was Skylar a bitch? Oh my God, Skylar <laughs> is in the is in the bitch hall of fame. Yeah. <laughs> was there anything redeeming about her? Was she not just trying to do the best for her husband? Great jugs. <laughs> Did you ever see Deadwood? Because she was she was in Deadwood. She looked great. Never seen. Was she on Seinfeld? Yes, she was. She was in, yeah, she was in an episode of Seinfeld. As was Walter White, as Watley the dentist. <laughs> Wally the dentist, who was the. Uh, what uh, he was the um, uh, what do you call uh, anti? No, whatever. Anti dentite. He, he, he liked to throw the Jew stuff around, even though he wasn't Jewish. Yeah, Anna Gunn is the actress who played Skylar White. Anna yeah. Gunn with the big guns up front. Yes. Pow pow. Did you did, did you try Ozark? Yes, I did, and I got into it. I got through season one, and then I meant to start season two, and I have yet to pick it up. How is that possible? If I see a show that I like, it's I will eat it all up. I know. Well, things got in the way. There was other stuff that had to be watched. Well, you do. You do have a wife and two kids, and uh, you know, I think there was uh, a, a radio show in the morning. And it was probably a Grizzlies Kings game that required my attention. You know. Okay, that that's being funny. Okay, <laughs> that's being funny. <laughs> yeah, it was probably a a Mac Wednesday night football game between Bowling Green <laughs> and uh, Miami of Ohio. <laughs> that you just that you just had to watch because you and Gitter and Josh oh, we we're gonna to break, break it down, down the, the next day. Yeah. Oh yeah, I had yeah. good thoughts on everything. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> when is the last time you guys have broken down anything? I mean, other than an NFL game involving the Packers or somebody else. <laughs> Never. Yeah, Never. I hate I hate the phrase breakdown too. We're gonna break That's it down true. for you coming up at eight o'clock. We're gonna break no, it yeah. down. Total breakdown of the game, everybody. Breakdown, shakedown. It, the new the new scam in in pro football. Well, you know, it's mostly pro football, and I heard it twice today, one on the Steelers station I listened to and one on my local station. Any guest who they who watches film and grades yeah, out the book, oh, go the fuck film. yourself, <laughs> whatever. Uh, we did, I was going to suspend uh, 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 fuck that guy for the week because of Thanksgiving. Are we going to actually do it today? <laughs> that was going to be my so that was no that was going to okay. be my fucking because I, I I hear that and I just go you could make up anything and you could sound a little smart yeah so the essence yeah. of, just uh, net net the essence of Breaking Bad was the details and little things that I know that Vince Gilligan and the producers thought of and made intentional to help deepen you know the reality of or the perceived reality of the show I thought Game of Thrones what made it was the ability to impart danger and actual terror by some of the graphic scenes. I said, none of it works if you don't have the horror of seeing King Joffrey shoot a crossbow through a hooker's chest for sport. Yeah. You didn't see the series, so you don't know. Never, never saw, never saw one one episode. Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't feel like, oh man, this guy's an even badder guy than the last bad guy. And look, and I, I'm actually on the edge of my seat watching it because I know this guy is that evil. But that, right. but it got yeah. soft. Breaking, or I mean, uh, the uh, Game of Thrones got soft as it got bigger. By the time it got big in season six, I want to say they really dialed back a lot of that stuff because they were getting constant criticism from you know yeah. the usual channels. So anyway, all right, not well, my not my bag, baby. I know, yes. not my bag, yeah. baby. Well, I, I will watch The Wire. Uh, during uh, holiday break here. I, I also have some other things I'm going to watch. I need some suggestions as well. I'm going to watch The Malice at the Palace, the documentary on, was it ESPN that did it, 30 for 30? Um, Yeah, it was okay. I am going to watch Brady, Man in the, in the Arena. Okay. Whether or not it's I, nauseating I, or not. I'm going to watch <laughs> Alanis Morissette's documentary <laughs> called Jagged Can- Little Pill. Okay, can I tell you again? Yes, I think I did say on the last show. If anybody has me at gunpoint, I'm the, not even at gunpoint, and you ask me my three favorite albums of all time, Jagged Little and, Pill is one of them. In no, in no oh. order, no, uh, Ready to Die, Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, the infamous Mob Deep and Jagged Little Pill. No, more sad. Shit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> 
She uh she was something. She was a artist, a singer unlike anyone else, right? It was her album came out when I first heard this, it was like, what the 97, like who is this, this chick? Right. Yes, yes. And she's I mean, got she's she, got pop overtones, but dark themes and vulgarity. Yeah. Does she go on you down in a theater? I mean, come on. <laughs> I he, get the, here, he, here. he took me out in Wine Dine 69. I, I mean, there we go. Of course, this was back when music videos were still big, pre-internet, basically 97, right? And and she didn't have to slut it up. But you know what? Back then, grunge girls didn't slut it up. You had her. You had Shirley Manson from uh, from um, Garbage. You had the lead singer from the from the Cranberries. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. She didn't slut it up. I mean, they didn't have to slut it up to well, you know to. I mean, you had Britney I mean, Spears for that. Well, they didn't show a lot of skin. Yeah, here's where it gets good, right here. Did you forget? The Duke, 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 and it was like, what did she just say? Oh, I have to buy the CD to hear what she said. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, she Which said meant that. going to the record store. Oh, the horror. <laughs> you know, she didn't I, show- I, I love I love Alanis Morissette. I, I can say that with no trepidation. I love Alanis Morissette. Well, she's back out there because I believe she's got this documentary. I believe she's going on tour again. And she's trying to I, reinflate what's left of her career. Her second album. Also very great. Which was? A former infatuation of oh, a... Oh, yes. Oh, my God. It's a long title. Former infatuation. It had four good songs on it. That's what I remember. Stealth and... Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Now you're going to make me sound stupid because I cannot remember the name of Atlantis Morissette's second album, Morissette. Uh, is, what is the one where she talks about having a relationship with a underage uh boyfriend <clears throat> and under don't, under rug under, no, under rug swept that's the under rug swept is the best under, of the of her songs from the second album which i also have and i didn't oh, no, think no, much no, no, of no, the no. rest of it Unset. but i liked on set is the best song oh, oh wait, wait 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 and it's not even close hold on a second uh, Underrug Swept is the album. Hands Clean, though, is the song I'm thinking of. This one. I like this song. Pretty much singing about, yeah, you know, I was dating this guy. It was technically rape because you were like 17. But hey. Well, it could have been about her because she talked about, oh, suppose suppose former infatuation junkie, uh, sorry. But okay. she talked about a lot of older men taking advantage of her. Yeah. Anyway. A lot of it, sports talk here, by the way. Yeah, yeah, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> holy shit, let me... Let me get a score in here real quick so we can <laughs> yeah, ma- yeah. maintain our maintain yeah. our certification as a sports podcast. Uh, Detroit <laughs> fifty three, Miami forty six, minus Isaiah Simmons or Stewart. Excuse me. Uh, Knicks fifty four, Lakers thirty three, minus LeBron James. <laughs> How about that? Man? And now, and now we are in, and now we are officially into the story I want to begin with, which is: Did you see Gilbert Arenas' advice to Isaiah Stewart of the Pistons? 
Oh no, I did not. This ought to be wonderful. <laughs> Coming from the great, the great thinker Gilbert Arenas. Oh yes, exactly. Quickly, give me the J Co one hundred and one net net on the LeBron fight, if you will, with Isaiah Stewart. I don't think he meant to hit him like that. I mean, LeBron's in. in God, I sound like a douchebag. Here we year go. Year seventeen of year seventeen of his career. Yes, but but. He kind of didn't want any smoke from Isaiah Stewart or the Simmons. Now you, you got me saying whatever Stewart, Isaiah Stewart. Right. He wanted no smoke. Yeah, it was a lot of backing up, like Carmelo did in that fight. Right, Isaiah and Simmons I, is a linebacker for the Arizona Cardinals. He played at oh Clemson. went to Clemson. Yes, he went to Clemson. Yeah, right. okay, right. Uh, quick, Isaiah's Isaiah Thomas, Isaiah Isaiah Thomas. Simmons. Isaiah Stewart. <laughs> Isaiah Ryder. <laughs> Otherwise known as J.R. <laughs> yeah, Isaiah, but Isaiah J.R. Ryder. I have that one. Okay. <laughs> Isaiah from the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of more sports Isaiah. Um, Here, you, you want, there, I'm going to offer you a $100 challenge right now. Okay. Ready? All right. What is Debo Samuel's real name? <laughs> no chance. Isn't it Clarence Debo Samuels? Negative. What is it? Tyshawn Raekwon, a.k.a. Debo Samuel. Tyshawn Raekwon Samuel. Now you know why he goes by Debo. Comes off I'm the not... tongue a lot better. You're talking to a guy who has a, nep- not a, a, a second cousin named Shaquille. That's so, fine. Shaquille's no, a great name. No, What's wrong not. with Shaquille? Be- just because Shaquille Sha- O'Neal? I yeah. mean, there's Shaq Barrett. Shaquille. Is, is Shaq Barrett full Shaquille? Barrett? I think it's full Shaquille, but my cousin, who's not really bright anyway, named his first uh-huh. son Shaquille, and I was like, that's <sighs> the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What if you're, what if you're a white guy who names your kid Shaquille? Gotta be, that's a burden you got to live with for the rest of your life. <laughs> Being a white Shaquille. Think of the job offers you'd lose. Uh, Sha- Sha- Shaquille Maloney? Is there a Shaquille Maloney here? Oh, just think of the jobs that you would oh. you would not get. Oh, you could go by Debo Maloney. Uh, that would solve That's, it right there. Yeah. <clears throat> right. And by the way, Debo, you can only do two things: drug dealer or or NFL player. So why? With with a name like Debo, I so I assume Debo was from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. No, Debo was from Friday. Oh, that's right, Friday, not Fast Times. Yes, my bad. I don't think you're I've thinking seen, of. I don't you're think thinking I've seen of Damone from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Okay, thank you. All Cultural right. references for eight hundred, Alex, or right. whoever whoever the Jeopardy host is now. So here's what No Chill Gill on Instagram had to say to at the Isaiah Stewart. Ready? Okay. Hey, brother, I'm going to just be real with you here. Pack y'all shit, pack your winter jackets and boots, because yo ass is about to be traded to Budapest somewhere. Three laughing, crying emojis. I don't know what type of bumbaclot blood got in yo eye. What is that? Is a, that that's a Jamaican reference. Oh, bumbaclot. Bumbaclot. Yes. Oh, wow. That's, yes. a, that's a good one right there. What is bumbaclot? Bumbleclot means bum. Uh, that it, it's Jamaican. That's what you say to somebody who's douchebag. Bumbleclot. Uh, bumbleclot is a Jamaican slang equivalent to douchebag or motherfucker, often used yeah. as an interjection to express disgust or dismay. <laughs> In many rap songs, bumbleclot. Bumbleclot. I don't yes. know. I don't know what type of bumbleclot blood got in your eye, but you can't charge at the hashtag king like that on TV. 100 emoji. You'll be drug tested. Hashtag tie voice expeditiously. Don't know, that, don't know what that is, by the way. Uh, I'm going to look that one up right now. Is Google is open <laughs> right now? Hashtag TI voice. Never seen that one. Could be. I don't know what it means. Okay. Might have, might have been a typo. 
Uh, okay. You'll be drug tested, Thai voice expeditiously. Just make sure that rage ain't drug related. You know, quote, we don't want that in the NBA. We don't do that in the NBA, in quotes. You this prob- is we. He got something in his pocket because he's not in the no, NBA. No, he put it in quotes, meaning uh, they want to drug test you to make sure the rage ain't drug related. And I assume oh. insert white executive voice. Well, we don't do that in the NBA. Right. Okay. You probably yeah. haven't read the memo on fight attempts in the NBA. Number one, don't square up with at King James or at Easy Money Sniper. That's Durant. Ever. 100. Number two, them two light skinned boys. Oh, boy. Here we go, Jay. Them, oh, they, they, them, I, them, I knew who it's Clay Thompson, <laughs> um, um, Trey, his, Trey, his, his Trey teammate, Bars. his teammate. Oh. Them two light-skinned boys at Steph Curry thirty, and at Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, yes. On GS, don't let your chest get puffy towards them, or yo ass is done. <laughs> Number three, this is from Gilbert Arenas. Only- he might be right, by the way, in the first two. He's pretty right. He's pretty right on. <laughs> He's speaking truth. Yeah. Cra- crazy ain't always wrong. It's just crazy yes, sometimes. Yeah. Number three, only two teams that's allowed to fight or that's allowed to fist fight without any real penalties is wherever at Rajon Rondo and at CP3 at. He <laughs> sideways, sideways laughing emoji. <laughs> is that true that Rondo and CP3, I guess Clippers, Suns, they've had some big go-rounds, Oh, my right? God, yeah. yeah. And, and people know Rondo's a little crazy, and they let him, you know, throw punches whenever. But this may be the first time I'm going to say this. Gilbert Arena spoke the truth. Number four, wait till your teammates get around you and then act tough for the crowd. Sell it like WWE. Peace. WWE. uh, Yeah. Peace sign emoji, prayer emoji. Um, That's it. Good luck moving forward, my man. P.S. This was worse than the gun in the locker room situation. Laughing emoji. Some can say this was hashtag attempted murder. Okay, oh. wait a minute. I, <laughs> I, I will give you a pumpkin pie if you can name the other gun person on the Wizards. Well, Javaris Crittenden. Oh, okay, that's it. That's it. Oh, that's that's no, I, pumpkin well, pie well, I, for I, me, baby. Are you, are you a pumpkin pie? Okay. Uh, Javaris is, I don't like pumpkin pie, so you're off the hook. Uh, Javaris is in jail, I believe, for Ooh, attempted what murder. white man doesn't like pumpkin pie? <laughs> You're looking at him. Okay. <laughs> How about green bean casserole? Nope. That... Nope. Okay, good. Also okay. in my you can have it list of sides. Okay. There you go. Sorry. Javaris Crittenden is in jail for shooting a female, if I remember correctly. I believe attempted murder of his pregnant girlfriend. God, I think he. A... Hold on. Javaris Crittenden. Uh, Wikipedia, you have your own Wikipedia page. Never good unless you're currently an athlete. Um, do, 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 sense to say a charge with the murder of, oh, oh, murder, murder of Julian Jones, a 22 year old mother of four after pleading guilty to manslaughter. He was sentenced to 23 years in prison. Well, good. I hope he spends every day in prison. Yeah. Uh, then he goes on to say. Only thing that can save you right now is MJ dropping episode 11 of The Last Dance, <laughs> and he edits out all the Scotty Pippen scenes. <laughs> or Vanessa okay. Bryant dropping the hashtag The Mamba Last Season. <laughs> if you think okay, I'm that's pretty bu- good. If you think I'm bullshitting, ask at Enos Cantor 11. He got too close to the king back in 2017, and the Turkish president been trying to catch his ass ever since. And... Of message. Gilbert with a lot of truth right there. Even though he's a fool. He sure is. Yeah. Love it. (laughs) You love it there from Javaris. Okay. Moving right along. The Giants fired the clapper, as my boy Cowboy Mike would call him. None other than former Cowboys head coach, uh, uh, Gilbert... why can't I think Jason Garrett, Jason Garrett. I said, Gilbert, I was thinking Gilbert Arenas. Okay. Jason Garrett, the clapper. Cause that's what Mike would always say. Be like this idiot, this stooge is fucking up a game. And all you see him do is just this 
clapping on the sideline like some kind of wind-up chimp toy. He sucks. He's the worst. Well, he got fired after two years of having the, the uh, Giants like 31st in offense and 28th in offense this year. Offensive genius. I saw the game, and they showed him, and my first reaction was, Jason Garrett's still in the league? Oh, yeah. I didn't know. I they, didn't know. They all get lifelines in the league. Quick, where do you think that fraud Matt Patricia is? He's with uh, New England. Back with Papa Papa Bear Patriot. Back with Belichick. Just like now, little... Do you, do you understand a little bit of the rage? Yeah, black guy's not getting promoted, not getting a shot because it's a know your friends and keep them tight close to your league. I get it. And the, and the thing that really had me burning up about three weeks ago was uh, the demise of the Chiefs. And I heard, well, maybe Eric Bieniemy ain't doing a great job. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, whoa. Last year, he didn't do anything, and it was all Andy Reid. But this year, when they're not doing well, it's Eric Bieniemy. I'm like, this is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. No, it- and again, I, I don't play the race card. Wow. I call, I play it. You I play call it like when it you needs see to it. be played. When yeah. it needs to be played. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, he. I think Bieniemy will probably get a shot this offseason. He does have some DUIs and... I believe uh, a, yeah, he's got some stuff. He might have I, a statutory rape, not statutory rape, but he might have been in the room when a rape took place or something like he's he's got some shit on his racket. Let's just say that. Yeah. Well, anyway, not getting the USC job either. Uh a- anyway, there was a great clip. Dan Orlovsky, no matter what you think of him, had a great clip where he looked at a play and said, "What is this?" It was a Giants passing play in which three receivers all came together in a bunch in the middle of the field. Like, you're not supposed to have two receivers near each other unless it's a rub route and they're passing each other at a high rate of speed, right? This was three guys together. Did you not see this clip? I did not see this clip. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Is there a way for me to let you see it? It's not great from an audio standpoint. Uh, so I don't know if playing it here is going to do much for you or, or anybody else. But uh, you got to see it because he basically, I call it the finger of shame, where you just point at the all 22 and go, what is, what is this? What are you doing here? This completely sucks. This is not good football. Uh, no, this is Dan or Oh, it, it, I, I, I had to I, hear the audio. I tweeted yeah. it, so here it is. Quarterback throw the ball. Oh. Why can't he find anybody open? I don't know. Because these guys are here. I mean, what is this? <laughs> it's He stops the film. There's three giant wide receivers in a triangle, no more than four, four feet apart from each other. And there's one, two, three, four red jersey okay, Buccaneers. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. Wait you, a minute. I'm looking. You, you I'm watching looking. it now? Okay. I'm watching it. What do you want him to throw? One, two. Oh, wow! Right here. Can we say <laughs> somebody ran the wrong route? New York Giants. You practice this play? <laughs> they practice this play. <laughs> Who you want him to throw the ball to? <laughs> there was the. Oh my God. Hopefully he got fired after seeing. Oh, okay. Well, no, Dan, and, 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 Dan Olasky is, is right about this one. Okay, here's the thing: it was only hours after this video made everyone's timelines that the Giants fired Jason Garrett. Yeah, but you know what? He'll be replaced by some 31 year old white guy that they found. So yeah, doesn't really matter. Yeah. Doesn't really matter. At, at one point, as well, at the end of the first half. There was like nine seconds left. Giants have the ball at their own 32. Nine seconds left, and they call timeout. And Peyton Manning says with great disgust, he goes, what are you doing? Either you're trying to run out the clock or you're trying to score. I think Joe Judge is trying to do both right now. I heard heard that and (laughs) laughed out loud, yes. And then then they run a passing play. Manning was sure they were going to run it to sort of finally give up on the half. They right ran out the clock. They ran a passing play, and then they caught it and fumbled. 
and Tampa got it and started bringing it back the other way. Let me let me ask you this. I, I was thinking about this, and you were the one I, I had in mind. Give me the top three coaches who don't deserve to be coaches. I'd like to hear your list. Oh, the top Jesus. three NFL co- and now you can't have the guy from the Texans because that's just a he doesn't. Job. But he did it. He doesn't deserve to be a coach. I mean, he's sixty-five years old. He's the oldest okay. coach but, to have ever right, been hired for if, the first time. He's on your list. Put him on age. your list. Okay. But he seems like a nice guy. By the list. way, got his team up to play a hell of a game and smash <laughs> the Titans' faces in. So I give old David Cully that credit right there. Former former Raven assistant forever. But top three. Give me your top three. Well, let me just go to NFL standings as a crib sheet here so I can go by. <laughs> but, but see, you can't do because what I think do Dan, I, Campbell, Dan Campbell is not – I think his team plays hard. They just had the shittiest luck ever. They lost on a 66-yard field goal. Well, and, the, and 68. Now, you know who they're you know they're starting on Thanksgiving? Tim Boyle. It's Tim Boyle. nobody left. It's Tim Boyle versus Andy Dalton at noon on Thursday. You know what God we call that game? All. Jay will be raking the leaves <laughs> before Thanksgiving. But I, I can't put Dan Campbell in that group. I can't. Uh, okay, well, let's go down the AFC East. Belichick is the current GOAT, the modern oh, Lombardi. Uh, yeah. you've, you've got Sean, Sean McDermott for the Bills, who I thought sucked because when he had Nate Peterman throwing five picks in a game, I'm like, this dude's a moron. Um, the Dolphins coach who came from the Belichick tree. Looked good last year. Looked Hispanic, Hispanic surname, but he's basically black. <laughs> he's Come on, give me, his, give me his name. He's name? Brian, uh, Flores. Flores. Flores, thank you. Yes. Uh, line, he's, line he's, he's Hispanic light. Okay. Um, Robert Sala with the Jets. Who knows? Sucks. D- but Sucks. Too, too early. And it's the Jets. The Jets turn everything okay. to shit. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Winning season returns at mybookie.ag and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with my bookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie and when you win, get paid. All right, right. Andy Reid, great coach, obviously. Bad father. Yeah, I was going to say, terrible dad. Did you see where the Chiefs announced they were going to help out the little girl that had been? They had to. They had to. I know, but they they released a press release like, hey, look, we're doing right. We're going to provide a lifetime of care. And I'm like, you fucking better, you assholes. One of your coaches, one of your coaches Drove drunk and smashed into this family. High, right? Exactly. Right. And I'm sorry, but oh yeah. Oh, by the way, it was the head coach's son. But you made him a fucking coach. 
So yes. don't start with the oh, it's his son. You can't blame him for that. Um, this guy for the Chargers, Staley. I'm really liking this guy. The cut of his chin. Even though he does he does some stupid shit that worked out well for him. All right, Raiders have uh, Basaccia as an interim guy. Who knows? Uh, the Broncos. Oh fuck, Broncos head coach. The, oh, Vic Fangio sucks. Yeah. Sucks. He's a lifetime coordinator who they're like, well, probably should give him a shot. He sucks. Uh, okay, John, I agree with you on that. John Harbaugh for the Ravens. He's, I mean, do we have to go on this one? Going, no, to, going no. to get a contract extension. I know. No, but he's, I mean, he's good. Now, you don't like him, but he's good. He's the better of the two I don't Harbaugh's. like him. I don't like him. Okay. He's a good coach. Uh, Bengals head coach. That guy with the name, younger guy. The hell White guy, it? young guy. Come on. <laughs> on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Uh, yes. Bengals yeah. head coach. I know. Uh, Zach Taylor. Yeah. Uh, so far, okay. Right? Who knows? Well, well, you give him a good quarterback. Everyone looks good. Mike Tomlin, your Pittsburgh Steelers. I'll, ju- I'll just say this, and I'm not being a homer. Never had a losing season. Next coach. No, I, he's been great. Like, there are people that don't like him, but I think he's good. There there are Steeler fans I, who are like, it's time for him to go. I'm like, I don't know. It's pretty I, good. I said that once, but I'm just a moron. It, again, he's never had a losing season, and he's done it with like five different. He won a game with Duck Hodges. Duck Hodges. I believe that's Ducky Hodges to you. Yeah, you, <laughs> but I mean, do you remember he won an NFL game with Duck, and and people were talking up Duck Hodges? I know. Which I okay, know. go ahead. Do you go remember? Do you time. remember? Do you remember when the great Rocky Blyer said this about the Steelers? Here's my take on the Steelers. I'm done. I mean, they've <laughs> ripped my heart out. Uh, here's my take. I'm done. Here's my take on the Steelers. I'm done. I mean, they've ripped my heart out. I can't say anything bad about Rocky Blyer. The last four games, and in a manner that they did. Well, it's all about tendencies. Look at last year. They would win games in the fourth quarter, come from behind, big plays. They do that this year as well, but now they give up big plays. I got to tell you, he has a Charles Kuralt-like voice. And Rocky Blyer lost half of his leg in Vietnam and still played in the NFL. I I I can't say anything bad about him. I know, but I think it's funny that he's like – that's it. I'm, I'm done. done. I'm done. What do you mean? He's not done, what by the way. Fucking done. He's like, He's hey, I heard done. the kids are saying this word. I'm going to use it. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Kevin Stefanski for the Browns. I kind of like him, but they're muddling no. the season. By the way, how no. about how about Baker Mayfield's wife going you, all okay. going all Brenda we, we Warner? We talked about this. Mm-hmm. Can we say can can she go in the? No, I can't call the fuck C that word gal. I no, can't, you cannot. I, no. And plus, as no. Mrs. As, as the future ex Mrs. Cottrell's in the other room oh. in earshot, I can't. Say, <laughs> no. I can't say that. No. Even... <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. That would not end well for me. But she is in the Hall of Fame for that word because she speaks up a lot. And, uh, and like and like Ellen Nordegren, never done thing one. Go ahead. Next. Right. Sorry. Uh, Titans, Rabel, brilliant. Colts, right? Brilliant. 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 Two of the best coaches in the league, right there. Uh, Cully, enjoy your time with the Texans. Uh, Urban uh, Meyer, enjoy total, your year. Urban Meyer, total fraud. Yes. Total fraud, right yes. there. Yes. There's one yes. that doesn't deserve to be head coach. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Mike McCarthy for the Cowboys. I mean, two who don't deserve to be a head coach. He won a Super Bowl. Let's face the facts. He's a highly, highly successful coach. So did John Gruden. I know. Uh, Eagles, uh, Nick Sirianni's got them at five and six. They got a little bit of mojo going right now. I wanted to call them terrible, but they're five and six. And who, who'd ever thunk it that they were five and six? So you're right. Yeah. I can't call him a fraud. Uh, Ron Rivera for Washington. He's obviously deserves to be a coach. I don't think that much of him, though. I don't think he's that bright, but. No, I, I definitely don't either. I think he's too thin skinned and kind of arrogant. You know, like anytime... way too serious. Well, yeah, and anytime you know he 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 gets challenged by the media, he gets very pissy about it. He starts in with this whole, you know, well, you know, here's the deal. You know, he gets very condescending. Then there is where did my uh, tab go of of teams? Then there is the idiot for the Giants, 
Joe Judge. Does not deserve to be a head coach. Here is Joe Judge after the loss last night. Let me just dial this up right here. This was the biggest bunch of laughable coach speak that means absolutely nothing but tries to paint him as some tough guy who's accountable for things. Hold on. Hold on. Joe Judge scrolling. Got all these stupid likes. By the way, Tweet Deck does not work as it's advertised. Glitchy as fuck. Very frustrating. All right, here we go right here. This is Joe Judge and go. And give them something to cheer about. So let's just be clear about that right now. Fans buy tickets. Whatever they want to say in the stands, they've bought that right to do that. Fans support us. Fans watch us at home. Okay? They Stop. Anytime a coach says, okay, condescending. We know. You don't have to say okay like, oh, really? I'm writing this down. Root for us. They pull for us. We appreciate that. It's our job to give them something to be proud of. It's not their job to you know, have blind faith in us. We've got to go out there and we have to work. By the way, they're showing a montage of feeble Daniel Jones passes over this, and it's absolutely perfect. Put, this up, put ourselves in a position that the fan base has something to cheer for. Okay, so okay, look, I take this very personally. All right, I'm, I'm a man of my word. When I look in the camera, I tell people of New York, New Jersey, you know, the fan base area. When I tell them we're going to give you something to be proud of, I'm not asking you to be patient. That's not your job. I'm telling you, we're going to put something on the field you can be proud of. Okay, that's oh, on my God. name. Okay, understand that? That's on my name. All right, I'm the leader of this team. I'm in charge of this team. That's on me. I don't point fingers. I don't make excuses. All right. We're going to get this right. I'm not asking them to, you know, be patient through it. I'm just telling you point blank. I just told the players. I told the players, you just show up on Wednesday. What? Ready to go. (laughs) What a douche. Fire this dummy as soon as possible. All right, quickly, rest of the coaches. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury for the 9-2 Cardinals. Okay, I'm going to say this again. How often... Do you get hired for something after getting fired for something for being awful? That's what happened to Cliff Kingsbury. But he's he's 9-2. and I'm just going to say, doesn't deserve to be an NFL head coach. He got fired from a mid-major. A mid-major. A mid-major. That's like getting fired. That's like being in in the NBA and getting fired from Ohio University. Hold on. on. Texas Tech is a mid-major? Yeah, it's a mid-Texas Tech. (laughs) What what have they won? What have they won? Jay, first of all, mid-major doesn't exist in football. There's no term for basketball. It's a basketball-only term. (laughs) Secondly, they're a D1 program that's played in – Okay. And they're in Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> they're a tier two. They're a tier two D one program. So, so, that. so a guy got fired from a tier two NCAA program and got one of the thirty two hardest jobs in sports. Say that to yourself. All and right. See if it makes any sense. Right. Well, he's nine and two. So there's that. Uh, Ram Sean McVay, brilliant savant. Uh, Overrated. Easily. Wow. All right. <laughs> how about how about all right, how about Kyle Kyle Shanahan? Should be fired. Okay. How about Pete Carroll? Your boy. USC. Should be should maybe the maybe Pete has gone too all too long now. How about handsome Matt LaFleur for the Packers? That, that's your call. I don't think too much of him because any coach that comes in and wants to get rid of the Hall of Fame quarterback he doesn't. just just to swing the is that the GM then? Oh yeah. Okay, no. never mind then. All right, I'll no, take I that see, back. I okay. see the I see the panic in the floor's eyes. I saw it this offseason when he's like, I, I don't want to get rid of this guy anytime soon. He okay, knows how to no, handle I, him. I he knows how to before. deal with him. Okay. Yeah. Right, uh, okay. and, and he's often one of the fastest starts as head coach uh, with any head coach in NFL history. And these games don't win themselves, even if you got a good quarterback. Uh, okay. How about and this guy made news today as his girlfriend confirmed that yes, we are dating. That would be Mike Zimmer of the Vikings. Did you see his Russian smoke show girlfriend come out and go, yep, we're dating? Mike Zimmer. Wow. Mike Zimmer girlfriend, first thing that pops up. Yep. There she is. Holy shit. Maxim cover model, Katarina Elizabeth. 
Again, reason number nine, 2080, women think about the long game. He's 65, she's 38. They say the sweet spot is half your age plus seven. 65, two, that's 32, plus seven, 39. Boom, there it is. He got it. He got it. And I'm sure she'll still be dating him. When he is when the special teams, fired. when he gets fired, and yeah. he's the special teams coordinator for the Chargers. God damn! I know. How about them apples, huh? Money's a hell of a thing, isn't it? Oh, money and fame is a hell of a thing. Uh, Matt Nagy is going to get fired. He had to shoot down rumors. Oh, sorry. Mrs. Cottrell is speaking. Oh, very nice. <laughs> One day right. we'll have her on the podcast. Um, Matt Nagy is going to get fired, but he had to shoot down a report today that said you're going to get fired right after the Thanksgiving game. And he said, no, that's not true. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. Uh, Dan Campbell, you think he deserves a shot? I think he's good. Okay. I think he's good. Okay. Uh, obviously, Bruce Arians won a Super Bowl. Got to be pretty good, but he's got Tom Brady. Yes. Uh, Sean Payton, really good. They're five and five, I remember, though. I remember when Sean Payton had the play calling duties taken away from him by one Jim Fossil on their Super Bowl run. I've just never gotten over that. How great can he be? Because okay. uh, I could be an idiot for that one. All right, uh, Matt Rule for the Panthers. What do you? I think? like Matt Rule. I wish he would quit and come to USC. I like Matt Rule. Okay, and then the Falcons, Arthur Smith. Cannot pick him out of Duke Ellington's band if he was holding the tambourine above his head. <laughs> Wasn't his dad is somebody, right? Uh, yeah, Mr. Smith. <laughs> I think he went to Washington once. Once. <laughs> his dad is somebody important. Frederick W. Smith. Uh, that's he's a billionaire. Fred Smith, billionaire, five point eight billion dollars. His dad like owns um Oh yeah, Joe Gibbs. FedEx. FedEx, yes, right? Yes, yeah. that's who it is. Yeah, he so Fuck he got him. the job on <laughs> merit. Yeah. Okay. So the uh, top five coaches in the league. Ready? Go. Belichick one. McVeigh two. Peyton Harb- three. Harbaugh four. Tomlin, Tomlin five. Tomlin four. Harbaugh in the mix, maybe? Yeah, yeah, Harbaugh five. Those okay. are the best. But Andy Reid somewhere in the periphery six. Okay. Very good. We are going to bounce out today, Jay, because it is Thanksgiving. With no... oh, I do have a fuck you guy. Nah, no, save it for nope, save it for next week. I but this no. this okay. Nope, right, right, nope. Okay. Nope. okay. Can't hear okay. you over the music. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. All right, give me a give me a one fuck that Thanksgiving. Thing. Fuck, uh, fuck the Thanksgiving dinner that starts too damn late. Oh, that is no, no, not no. Well, on time. Yes, fuck getting dressed up and sitting around <laughs> waiting. Fuck belts on Thanksgiving. I want fuck sweatpants. Belts, <laughs> fuck ties on Thanksgiving. <laughs> fuck sport coats on Thanksgiving. I want socks. I want sweatpants, and I want a nice Nike. Shirt. All right, Jay. Great run as always. Have a good one, all right, bud? We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye now. Okay, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. I hope you do not eat to the point of comatose excess. Oh, hell, you're going to do that anyway. I'm going to do that too. I hope you have a good time, a uh, great time. Humble time, thankful time, peaceful time. Hope your parlays come home, betting on the NFL, bed with your head, not over it, <laughs> all that good stuff. I like to read this every year at this time. It's an editorial that has appeared in the Wall Street Journal regarding Thanksgiving, written in 1961 by the great Vermont C. Royster. Vermont Connecticut Royster. That's his name. He was the editor of the editorial page of the Wall Street Journal back in the late 50s, early 60s. And he penned this piece about Thanksgiving. It's run in the Wall Street Journal every year since that time. 
I think it's fantastic. Now, I have condensed it down, so there are chunks that are missing, but if you want to look it up, it's titled And the Fair Land. It also is the companion piece uh, to another one called the uh, the Savage Wilderness or something like that. About Thanksgiving. He writes, Vermont, Connecticut, Royster. And a traveler cannot but be struck on his journey by the thought that this country, one day, can be even greater. America, though many know it not, is one of the great underdeveloped countries of the world. What it reaches for exceeds by far what it has grasped. So the visitor returns thankful for much of what he has seen, and in spite of everything, an optimist about what this country may And in spite of everything, an optimist about what his country might be. Yet the visitor, if he is to make an honest report, must also note the air of unease that hangs everywhere. For the traveler, as travelers have always been, he is as much questioned as questioning. And for all the abundance he sees, he finds the questions put to him ask where men may repair for succor from the troubles that beset them. How can they turn from melancholy when at home they see young arrayed against old, black against white, neighbor against neighbor, so that they stand in peril of social discord? Or not despair when they see that the cities and the countryside are in need of repair, yet find themselves threatened by the scarcities of the resources that sustain their way of life? Or when in the face of these challenges they turn for leadership to men in high places, only to find those men as frail as any others. So sometimes the traveler is asked, whence will come their succor? By the way, let's get a definition of succor here. (laughs) Succor. Assistance and support in times of hardship and distress. Succor. S-U-C-C-O-R. Okay, we proceed. Whence will come their succor? What is it to preserve their abundance or even their civility? How can they pass on to their children a nation as strong and free as the one they inherited from their forefathers? Great question. How is their country to endure these cruel storms that beset it from without and from within? Mostly within. But we can all remind ourselves that the richness of this country was born not in the resources of the earth, though they be plentiful but in the men that took its measure. For that reminder is everywhere. In the cities, towns, farms, roads, factories, homes, hospitals, and schools that spread everywhere over that wilderness. We can remind ourselves that for all of our social discord, we yet remain the longest enduring society of free men, governing themselves without benefit of kings, or dictators. And being so, we are the marvel and the mystery of the world. For that enduring liberty is no less a blessing than the abundance of the earth. And we might remind ourselves also that of those men setting out from Delfshaven on the first Thanksgiving had been daunted by the troubles that they saw around them, then we could not this autumn be thankful for a fair land. Amen. Happy Thanksgiving. Let's eat. Enjoy your family. Be safe. We will see you on Friday here on the Zabecast for a subscriber edition with me, Scott, and Solly in a rare You're Looking Live for NFL Week number 12. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and we will see you next time.
Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with my bookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie Zulu. Alpha Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid. <laughs> 